Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me in what is possibly the strangest place I've ever recorded though in reality it shouldn't be strange because it's where I've been staying all week but I've perched myself on some kind of little uh, terrace um, I've got uh, a pool to my right hand side I've got the Mediterranean well it isn't the Mediterranean is it whatever, whatever that bit of sea is in between I can't believe I don't know that uh, in between uh, where we are, so um, sort of wedged in between Estepona and and Porto Venus, and what is the coast of Africa? I'm, I'm guessing, uh, and I can't believe I don't know what that is, and why I would make the assumption that it is the Med, and it could be the Med actually. In fact, you know what? I'm going to look in in the spirit of playfulness. I'm going to have a quick look on maps while we we. Do- I can't believe I don't know that. That is awful, isn't it? Um, but I'll have a look at maps. Well, while we're there, Alborian Sea, Alborans, Alborian Sea is what it says on the map. That doesn't help me very much. That's not helping me at all. Um, my my um, kind of understanding of the geography. Well, so it is. It is all oh, right. Balearic Sea. Um, right. Okay. I'm not quite sure what all of this would be called. If I'm if I'm, be, I'm being honest, I mean, obviously, it is. It is. It is the Med. So, I'll, do you know what? I'll leave it for somebody to tell me. Um, what I'm, what I'm sat looking at uh, at this particular point in time, and most of the audio of that is probably lost. I was looking down at my phone, and this is by far the longest introduction I've ever done, uh, and we've not got to any of the any of the any of the good stuff yet. Uh, as I crack on and try and work out where the hell where the hell I am, now, I've got a mug of tea, um, Yorkshire, obviously, um, and it's that what you can hear is a mixture of wind and wave. Uh, because it's quite it's quite breezy. We've got a sort of a 15, 8, 16 mile an hour wind, um, and then obviously you know it is literally yards um, to the um, to the shoreline. Um, so you've got the two things kind of mixed together with the odd seagull. Uh, and I'm running on battery power. I don't know how long it's going to last. Uh, so I better crack on, uh, and we'll have a bit of that twangy guitar. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to start probably nowhere you're going to expect me to start. Uh, I'm going to start with the power of bingo. Um, now, I, I can't say I'm a mecha kind of guy, uh, if the truth be known. Uh, I've never really gone in for that kind of bingo. I quite like it at the seaside, where you where you sit around that funny kind of thing that looks like the, tar- the old TARDIS counter with your little sliders. I quite like that. Um, but I don't like the whole big mecha thing, and I, and I, and I certainly I do not own a dabber. Um, you know, uh, there are dabbers in the house, but I am laying claim to none of them. In fact, uh, that is something I will ridicule uh, on a fairly regular basis, given half the half the uh, chance. But I want to talk about the power of bingo in a kind of the context of where we are. So, it it in terms of in terms of this. I guess it's a resort. I don't know. It's not a. It's not a hotel. It's essentially timeshare. So, so what you've got is you've got four blocks of apartments, and they are they are the, the, for the majority of the time, the people occupying them will occupy on some form of timeshare basis. But what you've also got is you've got them laid out. It's a, it's sort it's, it's a little bit like a a small sort of student campus by the sea, just a lot posher. 
Um, you've got um, three pools around and about. You've got tennis courts. You've got the kind of things you would expect. There's a the bit of that um, that kind of Marbella Beach Club vibe going on, though not that in terms of the atmosphere of the place. It's not snooty like that. Um, in fact, it's interesting that when you I'm sat near where the bar is and the bar is packed between five and six when it's happy hour and then deserted after that so whether it's cost of living crisis or whatever it might be the fact of the matter is it's this is not a this is not that this crowd have not moored their yacht somewhere and 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 you know taken up residence where we are um but what we we had a, we, the, because of the kind of place it is they have they have a kids club and they have a, uh, bits of entertainment and things going on through the week and by that I don't mean there's music every every night and you've got Spanish variants of black lace going on. What you've got is they'll have a tapas evening and they had a, a a lunchtime you know teach you how to how to make traditional paella and and you you ate what the chef made and there was there was you know wine and what have you so it's that it's that kind of thing um but the the other night for happy hour um one of the one of the team and the team here are, are absolutely excellent one of the team um came wandering around with with bingo cards and, and, and kind of the old fashioned if you bought a bingo set cards that you get uh, and he gave everybody one of those we all got brown felt tips which I thought was incredibly cool actually the fact that everybody got brown uh, felt tips I'm assuming somewhere as brown is probably not a colour that, that goes down particularly well there's a, just a load of there's, a, there's, a, there's some, a glut of brown that you can get relatively cheaply in the old felt tip world uh, and if you if you are up on felt tip matters then please get in touch because I'd, I'd love to know where we go and we you know where we are in in, in felt tip related uh, overstock issues at the moment um but the interesting thing about this was for an hour best part of an hour obviously to encourage you to 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 have a second round of, of frozen um, margaritas um roberto held us in the palm of his hand with the bingo and people who i mean i got slightly you know engaged with the whole bingo thing and yet when he at the beginning when he played the room played the pool and and tried to find out where everybody was from the mix of nationalities was quite impressive so there were probably you know 10 12 different um you know so obviously you, you know you you had you had some we went around the the the, the, the uk nation so we had some we had some english and some scots and some welsh and some irish so we had every every one of the uh, of the corners represented but we had Swedes and we had Finns and we had Germans and we had French and we had Dutch and so on and so forth so you had a really good spread of people who got into bingo for, for and, and we had this we bonded over bingo um, you know for, for however long um, we managed to get the second line so we got we got two free cocktails always a bonus we actually then won um, the um, the whole card, but because we'd won once already, we weren't a allowed to, to win a second time, which was particularly embarrassing for Alison as she went up to try and get another two real cocktails and was basically shown in no uncertain terms whatever the Spanish word is for door. Um, but it was just... It was just a nice moment. It was just... It was... If, if you needed your faith in humanity restoring, then then get some bingo cards bang a few bingo cards out and see what happens to the room because let me tell you it's a positive thing mm -hmm. 
Tuesday. You know, I've covered some topics on TFM over the years, um, but I can't believe I've done eight minutes on trying to work out what that bit of water is over there and bingo. Uh, this might be my finest work, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Um, Halloween in Spain. Um, we were quite happy to be here for Halloween because we were quite happy not to be at home for Halloween for one year um, because it, it, it's, a, it's a fairly big, as I think I've talked about in the past, it's a fairly big thing down our street. Um, so it was quite nice not to have to think about that for one year. But what was interesting was we walked, we went for a walk to get some, uh, some bread and a few things um, on whatever morning it would have been, I guess Monday morning. Um, and all of the kids walking to school because there's a, uh, a primary school just just uh, between here and, and where we walk to get some bread um, and every one of the kids came dressed for Halloween um, the hotel did a whole evening of, of Halloween stuff with every every member of the of, of, of the the, the staff dressed up as hell, and I'm, and I mean everybody. I mean everybody from reception. And I mean, I mean reception's decked out still, um, you know, in a, in a with a very very detailed gothic kind of Halloween display going on there. And of course, I, you you forget um, because actually everywhere was shut um, on on November the first. I don't know if it is a public holiday in Spain or not, but everywhere was on reduced hours or was closed. And you forget obviously that it's a it's a big deal. Um, in in places like Spain, I guess it's a, a, a the Catholic countries more, but it's a it's a it's a really big deal, and it was it was just it was nice to to see how, and it's been very nice to see how embraced it's been. It's been very nice to see it around everywhere, um, and those kind of public holidays that we, I mean, because I was I was talking to, to to Jack this week and said, well, it's you know obviously it's it's bonfire night this week, but of course that's you know it won't be it won't be happening in Spain, and, and he was like, well, why is bonfire night not, not happening in Spain? I said, well, you know that's a specific thing to us. That's a that we you know represents a very particular uh, event in in English history. Um, but obviously something like this to see to see Halloween done over here and the way it's kind of I mean because let's face it we've done it on the trick or treating that's kind of how it's but it seems a, a lot more traditional here it seems to have deeper and, and, I, and I might be totally wrong it feels like something in the UK that is just a commercialisation thing whereas it feels here a little bit yes there's a trick or treat element to it but that's not that's not necessarily the the you know the reason for the the celebration quite the same the same extent. So I mean, it's as always. It's just nice to be in a different place when something that is in the the annual calendar rolls around and you see you see the subtle differences between. Because let's face it, there's been a lot of blood and there was a lot of knives through heads and there was a lot of gravestones and there's a lot of all that kind of stuff. But there is a subtle difference um, here to, to to what we get back home. As a rule, I don't swear on TFM. It's not. There's no reason behind it. I just haven't. Um, and you start off in a certain way, and can you continue in a certain way? So therefore, it's not something I've ever particularly done. And it's not because my language is uh, particularly great. My language isn't particularly good at all. Uh, and certainly in my working life and in various other things and all the pod podcasts, you know, my language can be slightly richer uh, in in that respect than it is on TFM. But for whatever reason, I've not ever really you know use use that kind of language on here um and the only reason i'm saying all that is because i'm going to the only way i can describe 
what I've heard this week in terms of the COVID uh, inquiry and in terms of the uh, testimony that's been banded around by the likes of Lee Kane and uh, Dominic Cummings and uh, Helen, Helen McNamara and others um, is what an absolute shit show um, was going on. What an utter lack of preparedness. What the fact the country was living hour to hour, minute to minute. The fact decisions were bouncing left, right and centre based on what the Daily Telegraph might think or, or what the right wing of the Tory party might think rather than what we should have been doing in the middle of a national health crisis is just astonishing. And, and I still struggle. I, I struggle with the fact that we're not out on the streets full stop, but I really struggle with the lack of outrage at some of the stuff that has come out this week because even if it's politically motivated, even if it is people trying to rewrite the record um, in a way that, that favours them. The fact of the matter is that was a dysfunctional um, body around that time when we needed the best of the best to be in charge. We had absolute dysfunction. And yes, they're throwing everybody on the bus. Yes, Williamson's been thrown on the bus. Yes, Hancock's been thrown on the bus. Yes, Johnson's been thrown on the bus. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Sunak because I don't know how Sunak can't come in for more of the same because he's inextricably linked with what goes on. And don't get me started on eat out to help out or whatever it was called. But the fact of, of, of that being what we had is... is is a, it's an utter, utter, utter disgrace. And what happens next? What happens after you've heard all this testimony and we've got all this data in? Do we just sweep that under the carpet? I mean, we're talking, we're talking things that would be corporate manslaughter if, if, if this was anything else. So why are we treating this somehow differently? Um, I mean, the fact that the, the thick of it did a couple of episodes on an inquiry into... Into the, into the death of a, um, a guy who was forced out of his house. And they, they had this inquiry, which then went on to leaking. It went on to the whole subject of leaking and how, and how you know, the dark arts and how, um, you know, government actually works, which, which was a quite shocking couple of episodes when you watched it back when it was made. And it now just looks like, you know, sort of, sort of a, a, a soft kind of intro into what's actually been going on. Um, I, I've been not surprised because a lot of what came out has been trailed and we did know about before. But I, but in the context of everything, I just I just can't believe I can't believe we're not more outraged than we were. The fact that we didn't have a plan for a national pandemic, the fact that people were lying left, right, and centre. I just anyway. I'm going to leave that one alone because I'm in the, and the sun's just come out. How, how can I be talking about this when the sun's just come out? But bloody hell. I mean, really? Thursday. I'm going to do a couple of quick things to finish because I'm conscious that I'm, I'm nearly at 17 minutes. Uh, I have quite been banging on about things as I have a want to do. Uh, and I've just been uh, chatting to um, a chap who I met uh, last night, bizarrely about the thing I'm going to talk to actually, and he's just gone and jumped in the pool, so there's the slight sound of people trying not to get hypothermia because the pools aren't heated, so they're a little bit nippy. Uh, and a little bit nippy is one of those things uh, that could be substituted with something else. Um, I want to talk about something that I think about quite a lot um, when I'm in places like this or wherever I am. I'm, 
I'm a big one for attention to detail. I, I go around and 90% of the things that most people notice, I notice yeah. as well. And those are the things you expect companies to always get right. But what I'm really impressed with is when companies get other things right. And they get all the little things right. Because it's the little things that show that somebody's actually thought about the experience of the, of the consumer. They've actually they've lived the experience rather than just ticked all the boxes because it's easy to tick the boxes and go right. Have we got sun lounges? Have we got um, you know? Have we got um, umbrellas? Have we got all those things? But it's the little bits that are the bits that really that that, that really hit home. If you if you walk out, there's a little seated area as you walk out um, from the, the kind of uh, apartment block that we're in, um, and they've built some shelves into the wall and it's full of books uh, and it's full of books that anybody can just come and take if you've, you've arrived out you finish what you've read you've not brought anything with you there's a load of books there and and there's enough of a mix for everybody somebody's obviously just it's either things that have been donated or somebody's been and done a charity shop run and, and got a load of books but um what what it's not just the fact they're there which i think is a lovely piece of um thing to throw in because there's no benefit you're not going to come back because of that you're not going to decide to stay or not to stay because of that what's really nice is they cover so many different languages so i've got a pile of books on the go here that i'm using as a mic stand and and they're in five five i think four or five no four different different languages um that's nice i like that i like that little attention to detail i like the fact that um everything here so there's there's a couple of pool tables um around the way and um there's there's queues and there's pool tables i went for a game with josh the other day there's a little chain on the side of the pool table with chalk on it now normally if you know this is a little thing for anybody who plays snooker or pool or anything regular i used to play a lot of snooker chalk is the the single most important thing and it's pence but of course you can't hold on to it so they've they found a solution to ensure that they've got chalk and you're going to go chalk, really? Really, is that what you're banging on about, Anne? But yes, I am, because actually we went for a game of pool. And if you try and play pool with with a, a cue with no chalk on it, you, you just can't do it. You, you, you just can't. You, you, need, you need your chalk, and the chalk was there. And the final one I'm going to give you as an example is there's four grills. Uh, there's an area, there's a lovely uh, recreational area and garden area, and there's four electric grills. And you, in fact, I used them last night. In fact, the chap that was in the pool I met there uh, was chatting to him last night. And we went and used these grills, and they're great, and they're electric. You press a button, they come on, fire up, superb, absolutely great. We took some, we took some stuff for the, for the, you know, for the grill, grilled it all, took it back to the room, had it with some salad, absolutely great. Just near that grilled area is a little herb garden, and all the herbs are labelled and are there for you to use fresh herbs when you're cooking. That is attention to detail. That is just a lovely little touch that made me smile. And I, I really like, I really like that. Every time I spot these little details, when I'm in hotels, when I'm in shops, wherever I might be, those little details that just show thoughts, because somebody will go, oh, you might need this now. If you're gonna do that, you might need this, or this would enhance that experience. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. So big shout out for whoever managed to think about chalk for the pool table and managed to think about a little herb garden, which has been beautifully maintained. So somebody's maintaining it. Um, a little herb garden next to the grills. That is, that, yeah, that, 
that, that, as you can probably hear from her voice, that makes me smile. Friday. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish with a uh, a shout out. Um, a shout out to Shane. Um, and for those of you who are um, TFM patrons, um, you're you're part of the support group. Um, you will know that um, there's a bit of chatter goes on uh, on the on the um, the Patreon, on the the comments on the uh, the posts uh, when they post on Patreon. And uh, one of the things that Shane does. Uh, and he he occasionally has a bit of time off this, and by the way, rightly rightly so, because what he does is amazing. But what he does is he he will listen to, and I have mentioned this in the past. He will listen to it, TFM for the week, but he'll listen to the previous weeks, and he'll do a little roundup summary. So you get uh, you get like a page of of what happened in the previous weeks in in the context of this week's, and often some of the same things, you know in terms of serendipity come up again now obvious ones are if you're talking about Halloween then there's a very good chance that Halloween will come up in previous weeks because the chances are it's the same week unless unless the days have shifted but some, th- some things come up completely um, randomly that you, men- you might end up talking about the same topic and it is purely by chance that something has prompted that discussion um, th- this week from uh, you know from a previous week in the previous year um, so I want to shout out to Shane because every time I do read those, I do. I mean, I read all the comments. Um, I don't necessarily reply as much as I should, but I do read all the comments, and it is lovely to to, to be part of the conversation. But also, I always read what what Shane writes, and always think that's amazing. That's amazing that he would go for a run or whatever he does, go for a walk, listen to these things, and then and and then um, and and then write it up. Um, and one of the things that he mentioned, um, I think, last week, because. This week last year, we were we were also or no this week, probably two years ago actually, we were in um, we were in Spain and it was the first time we travelled post pandemic I think I'm trying to get my timings right here it might be two years might be three years, um, and he mentioned about the fact that I do like a door and I was I'd taken photos of some doors and we were out in Estepona last night and I saw another door that I liked so I'm going to post a picture of a door. Uh, on Insta today and Shane I just want you to know that picture of that door that's for you mate uh, and thank you for everything that you do and on the back of that I am going to call it a day for this week uh, the sun is just peeping around the corner so we'll we'll wrap at that point and I'll speak to you back in the UK next week for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production